0: Welcome to Fathers of the Faith for Covenant Kids, where we look back on the church fathers who raised the ramparts which defend our faith to present day. On this episode, we are going to be learning about Katarina von Bora.
1: You may be familiar with her as being Martin Luther's wife.
2: And as being our cat's wife.
0: (laughs) So, let's take a closer look. My name is Grant, and joined with me ...is my beautiful wife, Erica.
1: Hello, everyone out there.
0: It's been a while.
1: It's been a while since I've been a guest on Fathers of the Faith.
0: I'm glad it worked out today.
1: I'm here because we're going to talk about a mother of the faith.
0: Yeah. So, joined with us, since uh, Lila has graduated to Apprentice Theologians, we have two saplings with us. Edward is with us.
2: Hello, this is our train, and next up is Catherine Van Bora. Hello. (laughs)
0: And we also have Nora with us.
2: Hello, little duty. My name is Nora Van Boyle.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we also have little Luther with us. Which has
2: Hello, a... kitten. We're talking to his wife.
1: We're not We're the t- actual Martin Luther. It's the cat Luther. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. we named
2: him after Martin Luther.
0: Our little... It's really cat. Actually, he's not little anymore. True. He's not so kitten, you know.
1: He's
2: almost a year old, and he just got, he got ran over by wax. He got ran
1: over. <laughs> Our kitty got into a candle.
0: And that didn't end so well for the kitty.
1: No, he's full of wax. He's he'll good, though. He's he'll a be tough, all right.
0: Yeah, he's a tough trooper.
1: He's got a few burns. He's he fine. smells good. <laughs>
2: yeah, he That's knows. true.
0: He's got a few burns, but he smells good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, I got He's I as got tough it. as the Reformation.
0: So, mommy mentioned the Reformation. Speaking of the Reformation, who are we learning about tonight?
1: Catherine Van Bora.
0: Katarina.
1: Katarina. Or. Right. Cat. It's true. Caterina. <laughs> her husband liked to call her Katie. Martin Luther loved his wife a whole lot, and yeah. he had a lot of really cute funny nicknames for her. He would call her my lord Katie. Ooh. You want to know why he called her that? Why? Because she was kind of feisty and she was kind of bold and she had a very strong mind and she acted as though she was the lord of a grand castle, so he called her my lord Katie. Isn't that funny? Yeah. He would also call her the Morning Star of Zolesdorf which was where they lived. Hmm. Isn't that a sweet name?
0: That is yeah. sweet.
1: Morning Daddy, Star Daddy of should,
2: Zollsdorf. Daddy should call mommy the Morning Star of New York.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you want to know something else really cool about Katie? What? Her birthday is in a couple days.
0: Oh, <gasps> is that why we're doing this episode now?
1: Yeah. Her birthday is January 29th.
0: That's Only, awesome. she
1: was born in 1499. She's A long old. time ago. She's old. Yep. Well, she was around
0: 521 years ago.
1: It's a long time, isn't it? So, Katie Katerina von Bora, she was born in January of 1499. When she was a little girl, she was taken to live at a convent. Do you know what a convent is? It's
2: like where nuns go.
1: Yeah, where nuns live, where nuns go. So when she was a little girl, she was taken to live at this convent to live with the nuns. And there she learned how to be a good Catholic girl. And when she was about 15 years old, she took vows to become a nun for the rest of her life.
0: Wow, what a big commitment.
1: At 15 years old. So right around that time, when she was about 18 years old, Martin Luther was starting the Protestant Reformation. Of course, he didn't know it was the Protestant Reformation at the time. He just sought to reform the Catholic Church. What does that mean?
2: It means to show the. He was showing the church that they're teaching wrong. What church? The Catholic Church.
1: Yeah, the Catholic Church. So he was going to show the Catholic Church where they were believing things that were not so true about the Bible, right? Right.
0: Eddie, do you remember what one of the main teachings was that really bothered Martin Luther that he was preaching against? Something that the church was telling people to pay for?
2: Sure. Indulgences. Oh, yeah. uh, indulgences.
0: Do you remember what indulgences, Eddie?
2: Um, indulgences is the thing that the Catholic Church wanted you to buy, and they said that somehow once you... Well, this is what they said. Once the coin and the copper rings, a soul from purgatory springs.
0: Yep. So they thought it earned you a better standing in heaven, right? Yes. They thought it could shave off some years in purgatory, but we're not getting into all that...
1: This, is, this episode isn't about Martin Luther, it's about his wife.
0: Oh, that's right, that's right.
1: But yeah. Katie was really digging some of these things that she was hearing Ooh, yeah. from Martin Luther. She thought, this makes a lot of sense.
0: This guy's a good Bible teacher.
1: So she, along with 11 other nuns, started to catch wind of this new teaching from Martin Luther. And they wrote to Martin Luther and said, "Um, we think what you're saying is right. What should we do? And he was basically like, well, if you really want to get out of your vows as a nun, then I'm here to help you. So as the legend goes, there was a fish merchant or a fish salesman who sent a few empty barrels to the to the convent. And in went empty barrels and out went 12 nuns in those empty (laughs) barrels. That's how they snuck out.
0: So funny.
1: Are they fish barrels or pickle barrels? Fish barrels, remember. I'm assuming. It was a fish merchant.
0: Fish barrels. The barrels what would have been full of fish were full of nuns.
1: Do you think ha. those barrels smelled really good, Nora? No. I
2: don't like fish.
0: What about the smell of fish?
2: I don't like that what?
1: either. I like fish, but not the smell of fish.
0: So, what, what happened,
1: happened after she escaped from the convent? What happened? She, she, she had a secret
0: wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that secret wedding no, there was some time in there. What did she do? She... do you remember Eddie? She what did helped...
1: Martin what did Martin Luther do?
2: Oh he he, was... he helped he helped the other nuns be get married first right. She was the last one
1: and she was engaged married. to she was engaged to a man, but I don't think that that man's family was super excited to have a uh, ex nun in the family so that <laughs> engagement didn't really last. That, that engagement broke off. So in the end, Catherine von Bora looked at Luther and she said, you promised me a husband. So now you're going to be my husband.
0: <laughs>
1: and he said, all right, I guess so. And so on June 13th, 1525, when Catherine, Katharina Katie, was 26 years old, she married Martin. Woo! 16.
2: But it was a secret wedding.
1: She was twenty-six,
2: and it was a secret wedding.
1: Well, it was kind of a secret wedding because obviously people knew that they were going to be married. So, so this was a really big deal, though, because up until this point in history, an ex-monk like Martin Luther was, and an ex-nun like Katie was, like they were—they n- didn't get married. So now you have a monk who wasn't supposed to get married, and a nun who wasn't supposed to get married, and they got married together.
0: That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah,
1: that is. <laughs> and you want to know something really funny? What? According to legends, they believed that if a monk and a nun had a baby together, the baby would come out a devil. Oh. <gasps> Now I don't like how this is going. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, we know that isn't true. That's yes, just superstition. That was just an old folklore legend, like a yeah. myth. But they did have six children, and I'm happy to tell you none of them were the devil. Yay! <laughs> Although maybe they were naughty sometimes, and maybe the parents thought they were acting like the devil. I guess. So, what do you think Katie's job was? Her husband was a very busy man, wasn't he?
2: I think her job was being a mother. I think
1: she never got a job. Well, they actually moved into an old monastery, which is where the monks used to live, and that monastery was called Zollsdorf. Zollsdorf? That's why he called her the Morning Star of Zollsdorf. That's why Ah. Luther called her the Morning Star of Zollsdorf. So, when she got to Zollsdorf, she got busy fixing the place up, and she planted a garden, and she started farming, she had a pig farm, (laughs) she him. She brewed lots and lots of beer, hundreds of gallons of beer. That Martin Luther good. liked that a lot. I was just gonna say, if Daddy lived there
2: he would like that place. I could hang
0: out with the Luthers.
1: Mm-hmm. So at Zollsdorf it they were weird. at Zollsdorf, there were about enough rooms for thirty people to live there. So she had lots and lots of guests and there were um, some seminary students or, like, Bible college-type students that would come in there and live with them for a period of time, and Martin Luther would teach them his new way of viewing the Bible. I remember that. And what was the main thing that Martin Luther taught? What was what was the one thing that was drastically different than the Catholic Church taught? What, what was it, Eddie? The main thing that he taught was justification
2: by grace alone through faith alone. In Christ alone? In Christ alone. And something... <laughs>
0: And another alone.
2: <laughs> and, then the, and then... For the glory a, of God alone. For the glory of God alone. Yeah. That's a lot of alone. And then for the glory of... The you God missed scripture alone. Scripture alone. No. Scripture yep. alone. Mm-hmm. According to
0: scripture alone.
1: And then according yep. to
2: scripture. Lord.
0: Yeah.
1: Man, that's a lot of alone.
0: There's five of them. That's the five solas. Yep.
1: yep. So this was a very important thing that Katie wanted all kinds of... She wanted people to hear his message. She believed it. And she wanted as many people to hear about it as possible, So she was super skilled at making her home flourish and making it prosper so that she had enough food to share with everyone that came in her home. And it was possible for Martin to go and do all of his teaching and to write everything he wrote so that he didn't ever have to worry about what was happening in the home. She took great care of that home so that Martin could devote his whole life to his ministry. Wow. And he respected her deeply for it. She was a great helper to her husband, wasn't she? Oh,
2: yeah.
0: What do you think about that, Nora? I think it's
2: pretty good.
1: So, that is a little bit about one of the mothers of the faith, Katie Von Bora.
2: Mothers of the faith, Katie Von
0: Bora. Nice, Eddie.
2: (laughs) Mothers of the (laughs) faith.
0: There was a lot of different influences during the time of the Reformation and throughout the church. Not just the men who were preachers, but even... Wives and mothers like Katie was. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we hope that you loved learning about Katerina Von Bora. And we're glad that you tuned in to listen. We hope that you come back next week for another episode of Fathers of the Faith for Covenant Kids.
2: See you next time!